your host, Jenny Hopkins, and this show is presented to you by Great Southern Bank. They're our presenting sponsor. Thank you to Joe Turner, Kelly Polonis, all the teammates over at Great Southern Bank. Great Southern Bank is serious about convenience with nearly 100 banking centers in six states, hundreds of ATMs and mobile and online banking services. You're always in touch with your money. So learn more at greatsouthernbank.com, member FDIC. Other sponsors that we'll talk about, and they are hand-picked. Highland Dairy, Craig Lehman with Shelter Insurance, Bill Grant Ford and Bolivar, Story Construction, West Logging, Greg and Melinda Burnett, and Springfield Yard Cards. We'll talk about them throughout the show. So I want to congratulate uh, Byron Shive and the entire um, team of the Missouri uh, Sports Hall of Fame. They had a great women's luncheon today, and congratulations to all the inductees. That was a a wonderful occasion, and I appreciate all the work it takes to put on something like that. So congratulations to everyone there. So we have a great show on tap tonight. We have some champions in the studio, some some warriors, some participants, and we're going to get to them in just a moment. But let's recap a little bit on our last show, Coach Sundance Wicks. My goodness. If you listen to this show, I don't think you could do anything um, but be motivated and inspired and at least energized by this man. He did such a tremendous job. Um, so if you want to listen to that show, you can go to a coachesperspective.com. You can listen to it on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Verbal, or Helium Satellite Radio. Uh, but he just did a tremendous job. Talked a little bit about mental coaching. Um, the National High School Basketball Coaches Association, their mental coaching podcast, the full version is on our website, acoachesperspective.com. So if you want to hear the full interview with Sundance Wicks, you can go there and listen to that. But his energy is contagious. Um, I had uh, one listener send in that they had to finally finish the show standing up because they were so excited, and then he had them so motivated. So I love that. So make sure that you, you give a listen to Coach Wicks. does a tremendous job as the assistant men's coach at Wyoming. All right, so let's shift to our studio guests tonight. So tonight we're going to welcome some champions and some college athletes from the Missouri State handball team. Uh, Dr. Tommy Burnett started the handball program in 1987. It's been inducted in the Missouri Sports Hall of Fame. It has more national titles than any other handball program in the country, which is incredible. Um, they have a team of coaches now that are t- carrying on the legacy. Um, and once again, the team has competed at the national level, and they've represented the Bears community well. So I want to congratulate who I have in the studio with me. So first off, Bree Still, welcome. Hi, thank you. Glad that you are here. Me too. <laughs> Christian Madsen, welcome to the show. Thanks. It's really an honor to be here. And Trey Stafford, thank you so much for being here. Yeah, I'm just happy to be here. Excellent. Well, the national tournament was in Tucson, Arizona. You all just got back. You competed in a five-day tournament from last Tuesday to Sunday. The women won the national title again. Uh, congratulations, Bree, on your on the women's team. Thank you. Thank you. It was a lot of hard work. Great support, too. Yeah, there is a lot of hard work that goes into that for sure. Um, the men in a very competitive field um, got third place. Uh, there were over 30 universities there, uh, nearly 200 athletes. Um, third place, it was a very competitive um, race. And congratulations to Trey and Christian for the men's team doing so well. Yeah, thank you. It was a lot of hard work, but it paid off. That's right. And the combined... Um, Missouri State finished second place, and so congratulations there again. That's a very competitive division. I think a, a lot of people, you know, they, they don't really know the sport of handball, right? Um, and, and, and some do. Some are very familiar with it. We've covered it a lot on this show. 
Um, but, you know, we want to talk about handball tonight. I want to talk about your all's experience at the national tournament. But I also want to talk about the value of club sports. Handball is a club sport at Missouri State University. And I want to talk a little bit about being a part of something bigger than yourselves, right? That's what, that's a very common saying when you're an athlete. Be a part of a team so you can be part of something bigger than yourselves. But in college, that can really escalate um, your physical and your mental health, the socialization. Um, it can help with um, graduation rates. But just being involved and feeling a connection to your university through a club sport can be very valuable. So I'm going to start with Trey. Trey, tell me, how did you, first of all, learn to play handball, and how did you get involved in this club sport? Um, yeah, so my freshman year, I was always struggling, you know, to kind of find a group where I fit in. And then one of the people down the way in my hall, uh, Peyton Strand, who still plays on the team, scored quite a few points for us down in Tucson. Um, he told me about the sport, and I was looking for something to get my competitive juices flowing. And one day I stepped on the courts, and the rest is history. You know, just <laughs> great people in a, in a great game. You haven't stepped off. That's right. You're continuing to play, um, and, and your level has escalated. Um, you're playing at a high level, and you're doing tremendous um, and contributing for the team. So I think that's wonderful, and congratulations on a good tournament. Yeah, thank you, Jenny. And Christian, how did you get started to play? You know, a little fun fact. You may already you may mention this. I may be stealing your thumber, but your aunt played handball at Missouri State. She was on the team, actually, when I was there, and, and she was a talented player. Uh, so tell us, how did you get started in handball? Yeah, so my aunt played, but I actually originally came to Missouri State planning on joining the club Ultimate Frisbee team, or <laughs> Ultimate Disc, sorry all you Ultimate players out there. Um, but I met a girl who played on the team in my just kind of freshman orientation class, and she said she played on the handball team. I was like, oh, my aunt played. I guess I'll show up just so I could talk to her. I truthfully thought it was team handball, not individual handball. I didn't know <laughs> what kind of handball my aunt played, and then stepped on the court and I was very frustrated by the uh, unathletic uh, state of me in the handball court, <laughs> which I had never really felt before, just having to use my left hand to compete. And everyone told me I was doing so well for a first time, and I felt awful, and that ticked me off. And <laughs> I ended up falling in love with the sport very rapidly and stuck with it. You know, I'm glad you brought that up, actually. The, the inner rage, if you will, that this sport can bring out of you. Um, but it can also bring, you know, gigantic highs as well. And it's similar to there's a lot of golfers out there that are listening. And, and you know, you think about golf and you think, okay, got to hit a ball with a stick into a hole. I mean, it shouldn't be that complicated. I mean, handball, you just have to got a little blue ball coming at you. You got to hit it to the front wall. Shouldn't be that hard. Both of them are very difficult and they're both big mental sports as well. And that's why I think a lot of competitors get addicted um, to that. I mean, I think, uh, I think that's one of the reasons that you probably got addicted is because you were such a strong athlete in high school. And then you step on a handball court and you're like, whoa, this is challenging. Yeah, that's exactly what happened to me. <laughs> and I'm going to mention, too, that you were also in the pride band. Yes, I was in marching band for my first two years of college. And uh, I think one of the great things about club sports is I was able to kind of put in what I wanted to put in and even balance that with other commitments. Right. I think, um, you know, playing in the band and I will say that the Missouri State Band is one of my all time favorite bands. I love listening to them. Um, but I also love how energetic they are at games and how into the game they are. They're the best fans, hands down, at games. It's incredible to me how involved they are. So thank you for being a part of that. My as well. pleasure. Um, and, you know, Bree, how did you get involved in playing handball? Yeah, so it was during my summer, right before freshman year of undergrad, my soy leader, Megan Mudd, who was actually on the team, was telling me about handball. 
she told me about it and I was like, honestly, that sounds really weird. I'm not going to try it. So she found me. Um, it was like Monday, the very first day of classes, freshman year. And she found me. She's like, okay, you're coming to practice at least once. So I was like, okay. So I went to practice that one day and I just never looked back after that. <laughs> you got hooked. I did. I got hooked. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> that can happen for sure. Um, well, I, I want to give a shout out to some of the other players that were on the team, um, you know, that competed. This was a, definitely a, a team effort this weekend. Even though you play individually, um, you play singles, there are doubles competitions. But um, in the collegiate tournament, what's a little bit different is that you can score points um, through your level of play and how you do. And that's how you determine the team titles. And, um, you know, that it is a very, um, very complicated process. Um, we'll talk a little bit about it later. But I want to give a, a shout out to everybody that competed on the, the, the team. Um, Taylor Bell was on the team as well. And, um, you know, she's an, she was a former All American and she, um, finished in the open division, just did a tremendous job. She's been a great senior leader as well. Um, Bree still on the team. And then another senior was Nicole Walker. So the three of you have been four year players. This is your fourth co- collegiates. Nicole actually competed for the A division national title. She did a great job and had, had a wonderful tournament. Um, Dixie Dow, Elena Wilson, uh, Ryan Santoni, and Racy Lynn Mathis also competed. And then Becca Clarita had um, a great tournament, but she received something that was um, that made a lot of the Missouri State handball players very proud. It's called the Spirit of Handball Award, which is a national award. Only one female and one male get it, and she received it. And, and it used to be a sportsmanship award, correct? Um, but this now it's kind of a little bit more than that. It's not just sportsmanship, but how do you um, how do you grow the game? How do you add, uh, how are you as an ambassador for the game? So um, do you think they picked a good one in, in Becca Clarita? Yeah, I don't think they could have picked anyone better. Um, you can just tell by when she's around the courts or when she's around even just random people. She's so passionate about growing the sport and and trying to give people you know a place to call home on campus. And she's uh, very welcoming and she's always just growing the sport and cares for people and and cares for us you know so yeah couldn't have gone to anyone better that's fantastic well congratulations to her also um, ryan santoni did um, compete in the finals of her division as well on the last day but all of them did such a tremendous job so congratulations to that women's team on winning the national title the men competing for the team we have two of them here the two top players christian madsen and trace afford um, also competing on the team was hayden hopkins i kind of like him he's a pretty cool cat <laughs> Uh, Gage Smart, Sam Hall, um, Louis Ballon, Peyton Strand, uh, Jimmy Deodon was also on the team, and Grant Morris, Scotty Rice, Trent Rogers, and Devin Moyer was there. He was injured, but he came and, and cheered for the team. But, um, and Christian, you finished in the Open Division, and you were also awarded the United States Handball Association Scholarship, which, again, is a really nice honor. So congratulations on that. Yeah, thank you. Handball band, and you're pretty good at the books. I try. I try my best, at least. <laughs> All right. Um, and, and a big shout-out before we take our break to the team of coaches, um, Coach Brian Watson, who has, um, since Dr. Burnett passed away, Brian Watson has done a tremendous job of continuing to keep the energy. Um, he's a great cheerleader for the team, and he was very helpful throughout the week, and we appreciate what he does for Missouri State Handball, along with Jack Morris and Paige Taylor, who both did a great job as well helping out. Jack Morris is our bracket guru. Um, and Max Langmack, who's a professional handball player, graduated from um, Missouri State University, and he came and helped out as well. So, um, you know, they and you had some other random woman with you as well. So I, I really appreciated all the, the team of coaches that, that help out and continue this legacy of Missouri State handball. So congratulations, and we're going to take our first break. And when we come back, we're going to continue talking handball. 
and then I'm going to pick your brains a little bit um, as college students and as college athletes. So we're going to talk a little bit from that angle as well. I want to thank Great Southern Bank for being our presenting sponsor. We'll be right back here with Christian Madsen, Trace Afford, and Bree Still. Welcome back to A Coach's Perspective. I'm Jenny Hopkins, and I have Bree Still, Christian Madsen, and Trey Safford here in studio with me. We're talking a little Missouri State handball, and we're also talking about club sports and being involved at the collegiate level and how important that is. Um, I want to thank Highland Dairy for sponsoring this segment. Highland Dairy is owned by Dairy Farmers, and they've been providing a great selection of nutritious dairy products since 1938. It's a proven fact from scientific studies, professional dietitians. They all agree. The ideal sports beverage recovery drink available to athletes after a workout is chocolate milk. And who has the best tasting chocolate? Highland Dairy. So they're a proud sponsor of a coach's perspective. You guys ever have any chocolate milk? I know you don't. Um, but do you all, uh, because uh, she doesn't drink milk, but they have other products that are wonderful and lovely. Um, do you ever drink any chocolate milk after you work out? I had chocolate milk this morning, for there sure. You go. And it was Highland, without a doubt. It's without by far the best in the market. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, Trey and I are here sharing a mic, and we were both so excited to talk about Highland Dairy Chocolate Milk that we were fighting over who was going to talk first. But we even have a player who like prepares to bring it on the trip with him because he's lost without it. I love he it. He once uh, went to a tournament in, I think it was Wisconsin maybe, and uh, he realized quickly that they didn't sell Highland there, and he was devastated. He was devastated. <laughs> Well, we appreciate Isla Dairy. They're a fantastic sponsor and supporter. And um, by the way, I didn't tell them to say any of that. So <laughs> that's that's awesome. Great endorsement. All right. So let's talk. Let's continue talking a little bit about, um, you know, your team and your program. I want to talk a little bit about the team dynamics because, you know, I had a front row seat. I was at the national tournament. I was able to watch um, some of the other teams. There was uh, there were 30 universities there, a little over 30 universities, the, the final numbers that came in that were represented. And then, you know, when I'm watching some of them, they they get along and they're okay. But when one of the Missouri State players is playing, there is this this roar of energy and this roar of of excitement that's coming from um, the audience. And and tell me a little bit about those team dynamics. Bree, I'll start with you. Uh, Yeah, so I'm a huge people person and I (laughs) love my team so much. I am where I am today. I'm getting ready to graduate with my master's. In May, and that is solely because of the team that I found freshman year. So the dynamic is very much, this sounds kind of cliche, but it's true. It is very much my family. So they are my home away from home. I'm like three and a half hours away from my hometown. So I came down here to Springfield and knew absolutely nobody. And like I mentioned earlier, I joined the team basically my very first day of freshman year. And it literally saved my life Um, on the court and off the court. I have met great players and best friends. I have one of my new best friends I met from the handball team. But especially during tournaments, it's just a whole new atmosphere that the team comes out and supports. I know I play 110 times better when I can look behind me and I see my teammates behind me cheering me on, giving me pointers. Um, I'm pretty sure every year for collegiates, I made Christian Madsen be my buddy because he knew exactly how to coach me and what to tell me during every single match. And <laughs> for collegiates, I cannot remember a match that he was not there for my all four years that we've been together. So, yeah, it's been great. You definitely have people you can really lean on on the handball team, and they're not going to let you down. I like that. I like that. And there is some, some peer coaching that goes on. Christian, you do a lot of that for the team. You know, 
I want to, I think that's something that's really important too. But then you've also got to play. Um, so tell us a little bit about uh, what some of the team dynamics are that help this team be so successful year in and year out. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things is it doesn't matter who's playing, people show up to watch. So um, maybe this All-American who's competing for the national championships playing at the same time as a beginner who can hardly hit the ball, it doesn't matter. There's going to be people at both those courts cheering equally as loud, if not louder, for that newer player. Um, just because we rally around and see how important it is to just support every single team member. And then, yeah, the coaching piece is also big, I think. Um, everyone's kind of at their own level, but they've come from that level below for the most part because most of the Missouri State players, um, everyone on our current team in particular, never played before college. So everyone started as someone who, for the most part, didn't even know what handball was. So every player is able to coach that level below. And so, yeah, all the players are coaching. Everyone, top to bottom, it doesn't matter who. And yeah, we get loud. It's a lot of fun. Yeah, and it's one thing to to have these peer coaches or a team of coaches working um, with players, but this is something every athlete and every coach wants every athlete to listen to. It's, it's another thing to be receptive to that coaching. And I think that's one of the unique traits that is a secret to the success of the handball team is that um, the players are all very receptive, whether it's a, a coach that's talking to them, whether it's a peer, an older player, a veteran player. Um, and they're receptive and they want that help and they want to get better. And that, that's something that I think is impressive. All athletes pay attention, be receptive to coaching and, and take what you can from it. Um, Trey, what are, what are your thoughts on, on the secrets of the longevity and the success of this program through the team dynamics? Yeah, I think, uh, a lot of the success comes from the coaching style that the, the coaches over the years have had. Um, especially with, you know, coach Tommy, he instilled in us that, like, yeah, he was like our coach, but he made sure that it was known that like the players owned the team and they made the place what it is. And I think that that has still, you know, like driven our team. It's, you know, it's, we're all a family, as Bree said earlier, you know, we all push each other and want the best for each other. So it comes through on the court, I think. I think that's, uh, yeah, that's wonderful. I remember that, you know, my, my father, Tommy Burnett, that used to coach, he used to say, I didn't score a point. You know, I never hit a ball. I never scored a point. I never, you know, I, I never did any of that. I didn't call timeouts. I didn't, you know, I didn't sell it. It was the players that did it and they've got to take ownership in the program. And I think that was a beautiful formula for his program. Um, so, you know, when you are preparing for tournaments like this, it, it takes a lot of work. Um, I've had people say, what is the season for handball? And I'm like, season? <laughs> there is no season. It's always the handball season because they are. The tournaments are sprinkled throughout the year. Um, but this particular tournament last week for you all is the only one that is for college athletes. It's the collegiate national tournament. Other ones have divisions, junior divisions, or they might have an 80 and over division. It's a lifelong sport. Um, what kind of training do you do to prepare besides going to tournaments, which Missouri State goes to a lot of tournaments? What do you do to train um, and prepare yourself for this? Um, Trey, I'll start with you. Yeah, so um, I think the biggest part of my you know routine is just playing handball. I mean, <laughs> it's hard to find a, a week where I'm not finding four or five days to get into the courts and, you know, just drill and play with newer players and play with older players and you know, just gain that experience on the court because I did start a bit late in handball. So I just, I still feel like I'm, le I'm leaving the court every time with something new to work on or learn from. So, so yeah, just getting in the court and we have a great facility here at Missouri State. So super thankful for that. And uh, yeah, so I just say hitting the ball around is <laughs> really what I do. Yeah, makes a big difference. What about you, Christian? What do you think is important about the training of this sport? 
I think uh, focusing on your weaknesses and sometimes you have to get worse to get better, which is really challenging um, to do as a player, as a prideful athlete who just wants to be playing well. But I think just when you focus on your weaknesses and I'll play a newer player, maybe left hand only to just and maybe they'll beat me and I'll just have to own up to that and they'll talk smack and I let it roll and then I beat them the next time, you know, like that drives me to get better. But focusing on what I suck at and then anything I can do to um, get my legs burning and my lungs burning is great. So I run a lot of stairs at the stadium. I like to mountain bike on occasion to kind of cross train and do a really hard ride or runs, jump rope, um, really anything. Swimming something I think would be great that I just haven't done. But yeah, anything to get legs and lungs burning is really good training. So I'm going to let Bree answer the question too. But before I do that, you know, Trey, you said you went into the court all the time. You know, Christian, you're doing the stairs, you're doing the bike, you're you're working on your weaknesses. Um, is anybody making you do that? Is anybody holding something over your head? Um, no. So it's right. just we've built a community where, I mean, we all want to see each other succeed, but no one's having to actually call people out. You know, it's all right. from internal inspiration. and That's what I think makes us so good. And that's what I want everybody that's listening to hear is how important it is to have that intrinsic motivation and to be able to fuel yourself. This club sports are input equals output. They really are. They're input equals output. And what you put into it, um, you're going to see the results. And, and the motivation, I think this is another um, secret to that longevity. What about you, Bree, on the training of this sport? Yeah, so I, this year for Cleaves, I tried to focus a lot on my endurance. I did a lot of sitting for grad school. So I was like, okay, I need to do some running or like spin classes. So I did that a lot. And then, of course, getting back into the court and playing as much as I could, playing people who were above me to work on things that, I didn't know I needed to work on until I played them and then working with people who might have been a little bit below my skill level so then I could work on specific things with them as well. Um, but yeah, also just having that motivation intrinsically. So one week I'm going to be hot and heavy and I'm going to be super motivated and then I'm going to be really tired. And the next week I'm going to look to um, another teammate and they're going to be all gun ho about it. So their motivation that week builds me back up and kind of reminds me, oh, yeah, I do have this motivation. I do have this uh, tournament that I'm playing for. So it's really cool because all the players on the team almost, like, cycle through, like, one week. Like, somebody's going to be super tired, and they're just going to be worn out. And then that week, somebody's going to be like, hey, hey, you're almost done. Let's go. Like, you want this. You know you do. So it's really cool because, like, we just cycle through and really um, encourage each other and have that motivation. It does. It makes such a big difference, doesn't it? Um, whenever you have that that collective mission of wanting to get better, um, I think that's something that's really important. Um, and, I, and I also think that it's really important to be able to recognize the fact that this is not an easy sport. And, you know, Christian said it earlier, I don't I don't want to be bad at anything. <laughs> I don't want to, I don't want to be bad. So you've got to put in the work. That's why this is a, such an addicting, um, you know, sport is because you want to make sure that you're doing the best that you can. Um, you know, is there any, is there anything that, um, you know, you talked, Christian, I believe you said, you know, uh, that, that sometimes you got to get worse to get better. And, uh, you know, it, there are times that you are playing a sport and, and any, anybody can relate to this. That's an athlete where um, you hit a wall or you make mistakes or you're, you're, you're frustrated. How do you overcome those? Um, what kind of, you know, mental, uh, I guess, how do you get through those mental roadblocks when, they, when you hit them? I'll start with Christian. Yeah, that's a really good question. I think coming into a sport in this instance where I hadn't played it before college, I saw a lot of growth really quick because I was new and I was working hard at it. So I got to be a 
pretty good handball player um, quickly, and then I I did hit a wall, and it was it was really frustrating. It was like, why am I not getting better? I'm trying hard, and I'm not seeing these things develop. And so, I think one consistency, just not giving up, um, and working at the things, even if you're not seeing growth, and then changing things, I think is big. So I, I guess it's kind of both ways: consistency, but not doing. Uh, things that aren't working over and over and over expecting different results. Um, so, and then, I mean, asking people who have been through that and who are better than me and being receptive to the coaching, like we were talking about earlier. So yeah, just, and then figuring out where do I need to improve and just really working on those things and being patient, but yeah, that's great advice. I hope uh, any young athletes are out there listening to that. And, you know, Trey, I want to ask you the same question because you're a pretty cool cat. Uh, you keep yourself pretty steady, Eddie. You, you don't, I don't see you get rattled. Um, you know, how do you do that? Because, you know, I mean, I, I, I played this sport and I feel like I'm pretty level headed. Um, but there were times where there, you know, the, it, it was enraging inside. Um, you know, again, also on the other flip side, it's, it's a great high when you do well. How do you keep yourself so cool? Um, yeah, so I think it comes down to just a, a trust in the fundamentals and the things that I've built my skills on and the where I've made strides in the past and the things that I've developed into the player I am now. So just knowing that I've put in the time on the court and put in the hours of watching film and put in the hours of, you know, talking about handball and learning about handball and respecting the game. So whenever I get in those high pressure situations, I I know that I've done the things necessary to play well, so I just have to go out there and, and put it into motion. And really, that's all, that's all I can yeah. say on the matter. It's yeah. kind of a bring-it-on mentality. Yeah, I like that. Um, all right, well, I'm going to have Bree answer that question when we get back from our next break. Um, I want to thank Highland Dairy for sponsoring this segment. We're going to continue talking a little Missouri State handball, but also kind of that club sport and how important it is for college students to be involved. I think that's something that's really important. I also want to thank Greg and Melinda Burnett for supporting the show as they support local and thoughtful radio. This is Jenny Hopkins. We'll be right back here on A Coach's Perspective. Welcome back to A Coach's Perspective. This segment is sponsored by Bill Grant Ford and Bolivar. Hey, they know cars, they know trucks, they know SUVs, and they know service. They know how to keep their customers happy and loyal. I've been one of them for almost 30 years. Kelly Grant, Shane Rainey, thank you. Thank you for always taking care of your customers. Um, Give them a call. They will do a coast-to-coast search and find exactly what you're looking for. 417-326-7671. We also want to thank West Logging for sponsoring this segment. Contact Danny West for a free consultation. He's going to treat your land like his own. And thank you to Craig Lehman with Shelter Insurance as well. I have Christian Madsen and Trey Safford and Bree Still here. Um, and, you know, first off, uh, Jimmy Daydon was on, is on the team, and I butchered his name earlier. And I want to make sure that I say that correctly. So Jimmy did a great job. Sorry about messing up your name at the first segment. Um, I want to make sure and get that off of my plate as well. Um, so we've been talking a little bit about, um, you know, when, you, when you're playing a sport, especially when you're new, um, that you get frustrated sometimes. So, Bree, what, how do you handle your frustration in the mental part of your game? Uh, yeah, so I've played sports all my life, and I have never gotten the most mad as when I'm playing handball, but I still love it. So during the match, when I am getting very frustrated with myself, I 
learned to do some breathing techniques from a certain lady who knows what she's talking about. So I started doing uh, breathing techniques. I will literally take a time out just to walk out of the court, close my eyes, find a corner if I can. We get a minute time out. And so I stand in the corner and I breathe for a straight minute and I don't do anything, can't say it or can't talk to anybody. Um, things like that. So I do that. And then I also just like what the boys mentioned earlier, just go back to the basics. So I get two in my head about trying to make, um, a ceiling shot or a sidewall, front wall, side, whatever fancy shot. Then I just have to tell myself, Brianna, just hit the ball. Just hit the ball. It's a little blue ball. Just hit the ball. It's not that hard. So I really have to go back down, almost like really dumb it down for myself and just, just play, just trust myself, trust my gut and just hit the ball and just play. And we, we can never <laughs> take advantage of the fundamentals, can we? No. Yeah. <laughs> this team will expose you. I had a a coach in high school. I played tennis for the last two years in high school, and his the only thing that really stuck with him is uh, he used to tell me just grip it and rip it. <laughs> Greatest advice I've ever gotten in sports. No, that's great. <laughs> that is great. That is great. Well, uh, you know, Missouri State has some great club sports. You know, they they do. They have you know they have field hockey. They've got archery. They got fishing. They got golf. They got ice hockey. Um, lacrosse. I mean, they've got some cool ones. You know, obviously handball is, is, is probably the most decorated one. Um, and, but it's not part of the athletic department. It's a club sport, but that doesn't mean that the athletic department at Missouri State University isn't proud of the club sports. And, uh, we had someone that wanted to send in a message tonight. And so I want to, um, I want to, our producer Jeff to play this real quick. Hey, handball bears. It's Rick Kintar with Missouri State Athletics. Congratulations on your recent national championship run and another amazing season. We know how hard you work, the success you have on and off the court, and how you represent the university. And everyone on this campus should be very proud of you. Go Bears! Well, our thanks to Rick Kindhart. Um, he's the assistant athletic director in charge of communications um, at Missouri State University, and I think that's a wonderful message. I would agree. That was lovely. I'd love to hear that. <laughs> And I, I think that's something that is an, important too. That you know you have um, you, you have people that support you on this campus. I know a lot of professors who give a shout out to a lot of your professors that let you travel to these tournaments. And um, there's a lot of support personnel on campus that are very proud of, of what what um, club sports do and how they represent the university. Um, let's talk a little bit about um, time management. This is where I want you to put on your veteran. You're in here because you're veteran players, right? You, you've been doing this for a long time. Talk to me a little bit about some time management. Well, what kind of advice do you have for someone that might be entering college um, to, to be the most successful and involved student that they can be? Bree, we'll start with you. Okay, so time management. I've learned a lot about this my past five years, and my lifesaver has been a calendar. I get an appointment book, so it literally goes from like 7.30 to 7.30, a.m. to p.m. and it times out every 15 minutes so I first get my calendar and my class schedule and I write down all my classes because those are the most important things and then I go to handball so I put in my handball practice every um every day I'm gonna go so Monday Wednesday Thursday is mainly when I go so I'm gonna I'm gonna permanent marker that sucker in because I'm not gonna skip out on handball so I really just write everything out in my planner and get that set look at my planner every morning do all that stuff and then if I know I'm going to have a super busy week, maybe I'm going to have to slack off of handball a little bit um, one day or something, but I'm going to make up with that um, the week before or the week after. So you really have to look at what is ahead of you, what's due that day, what's due the next day, the next few weeks or something. Really look at that, write it down, and um, really just stay on top of it for yourself. Set reminders on your phone, set schedules, put post-it notes. I love 
having post-it notes all over my room and then um, check marking it when I get something crossed <laughs> off because, oh my gosh, I love putting that check mark by something that I've just done. So I do that a lot, but I highly recommend using some type of calendar, planner, use it on your phone or on your laptop or literally write it out or something like that. That's good advice. Good advice. Christian, what kind of advice do you have for, for students to be successful on campus? Yeah, I think organization is huge, like Reese said, and then also just knowing your priorities um, and making um, an effort to fulfill those. So, and one of my priorities is like I need to exercise every day, and that amount might change, but I might be at the handball course for two hours, or maybe I can work just on my own for 15 minutes, and then I run stairs real quick or whatever it is, but I need about minimum 20 to 30 minutes of exercise a day. So that's one of my priorities. And with it being a club sport, I mean, I was fortunate. If that's all I could fit in that day, I didn't have to go to what, I don't know, whatever D1 athlete does, but I know they have a lot more mandatory practice than uh, the option of a 20 minute practice um, that day. But yeah, so that's a priority. And then homework uh, was big for me. I mean, I'm, I'm at college to get a degree. I'm not getting any money to play handball because it's a club sport. So I'm personally not going to put handball before school. I know some of our team might think otherwise, <laughs> but uh, that's how I was. And so, yeah, if I'm just organized and plan it out, I could always fit everything in. I never had any point where I was too overwhelmed, but sometimes that did mean starting homework uh, two nights before it was due rather than one night before it was due and just looking ahead. What? Yeah. I, know, it's crazy. <laughs> I, I didn't have that mastered my freshman year. Good for you. Good I, for you. my sophomore year, I think I had it pretty well down. Very good. Can you add to that Trey? Um, yeah. So everything they said is great. Um, I would just add to it. Just be like cognizant of like where you're spending your time. You know, Socrates said the unexamined life isn't worth living. So it's like, Wherever you spend your time, that's who you become, and that's really what makes up your life. So, I mean, if you notice that you're spending certain times on things that aren't really helping you or aren't developing you as a person, like try to cut those back and try to, you know, pick up a book or try to just do your homework a couple of days in advance. It's it's amazing what those small decisions of where to spend your time, of how much they can compound over time. And, like, when you look back, the things that you'll have learned or developed. And, and I think too, um, along those lines, um, being able to examine your life and be able to not just to be organized and have, you know, those responsibilities, but physically it's important to, ha to be fit. Um, and handball is a great fitness sport. You know, you can burn 400 calories an hour playing handball. Um, it is, it's, it's a great cross training sport for athletes as well. Um, so, so what is it that you think is important about, um, and maybe that fitness level? Is it a release for you after a long day of classes or, or at your internship or wherever you are, um, in your academics? Is it a nice release to come to handball practice, Trey? Um, yeah. Well, I know for a fact, like if I don't work out or do something fairly strenuous, I don't sleep as well. And if I don't sleep as well, literally I just don't function great the next day. So it's, imperative for me to at least do something active every day and why wouldn't I want to spend my time with a bunch of other great people playing a great game so right. it's perfect for me <laughs> and it's often referred as the perfect game so that's per that is perfect there you go Christian well, there's nothing quite like hitting a ball as hard as you can against a wall if you really need to relieve stress <laughs> that's therapy so, right there yeah that's, that's never a bad alternative if you're upset um but even just yeah after a general day I need to sweat mm -hmm. if I want to 
have a good evening. Otherwise, I can't focus. I think that's what it is for me is the focus. If I'm trying to do homework or something in the evening, if I haven't exercised, I'm just like jittery and just feel like I need to move and I can't focus on anything. I think that makes a big difference too because there's been a lot of studies on the sport of handball and um, you know, it is, you have to use your right side, you have to use your left side, you have to be able to have lateral quickness, you've got to be able to have some of those skills. Um, but it's also been shown to, to help with, um, attention and focus issues, um, because you're crossing the midline an awful lot. You're crossing that midline. You're making your, mo- your, your eyes move. Um, you're able to do, there's a lot of, um, physiological studies on handball and how it can align you and focus you and center you so that you are more focused. And when you leave handball practice, you're a lot more motivated to do your homework or to do your studies. And that, that could be anything on working out, but this sport specifically, helps with that um anything to add to that conversation brie uh yeah just basically reiterate reiterate what everybody else said um i get super stressed out with classes and everything really easily and i have a lot going on my mind with, with all those post-it notes of with all the post-it notes they're all over my room it's maddening no. um but yeah i realize when i'm really stressed out i hit the ball so much harder and i don't even realize i'm that stressed out until i'm in the middle of my practice and i'm like oh i'm just killing the ball tonight i am really stressed out but it really helps a lot just that contact on your hand hitting it that overhead swing sometimes it really gets it really helps and then yeah afterwards i just have so many endorphins going and maybe i was having a bad day but i went and played handball spent some time with some really great friends and did some exercise hit the ball got some stress out got some anger out and then i feel better and i can go do my homework and go have a great night's sleep there you go all right so it's pitch time it's pitch time all right i i think it's really important um you know as a parent uh, i wanted my kids to be involved i didn't care what it was i wanted them to be involved um, I know there's a lot of parents listening out there or there's possibly, you know, potential, ha- you know, high school players listening. Um, I want you to make a pitch for, for getting involved in club sports. Obviously, handball is going to be your number one pitch and that, you, you know, you love that. But we also want to make sure that they're getting involved in whatever their niche is and their interest is. Um, you know, there is a handball class that's taught at Missouri State. Um, kinesiology 112 go ahead and sign up for it but there's also a lot of opportunities for recruitment you know the handball team has some social activities um i know that that you all are very involved in that um senior taylor bell does a great job of marketing and branding and with the social media um and the website so you, you know there's ways to to kind of promote your program but to to give a pitch on those incoming freshmen that are shy, that are anxious, that are nervous, they don't want to act like it because they're too cool, right? But inside, you know how they're feeling inside. Um, what kind of pitch would you give them to take that step to get involved, whether it's handball or, or fishing or archery, whatever it is? Christian, I'll start with you. Yeah, so, and I'd say this is true of both, like, the band and the handball team and and the Frisbee team I was on, and I was in campus ministries, I was very involved, but each of those places gave me somewhere to belong. And so, and that was just huge because if I had nothing to do on a Saturday afternoon, I live, I'm from Omaha, Nebraska, so I couldn't just go home for the weekend easily. If I did, it was pretty few and far between. So it just, someone was always doing something that I could just go hang out with. And then, uh, and practices kept me busy. So I, couldn't think about being homesick because I, I mean, I'm a mama's boy. I'll admit it. Uh, I love you mom. If you are listening later on this, but, um, yeah, it just helped me not, uh, it kept my mind off that gave me something to do. Um, and with people who were like me, I guess kind of the niche thing that Jenny said, 
It was people who liked playing sports and who were competitive and driven. Or band was people who loved music and um, enjoy, or maybe enjoyed going to the football games and playing their instrument. Whatever it was, just yeah, finding your people and belonging somewhere and kept my mind off being home. And, and I like that. I mean, it could be tiddlywinks. It doesn't matter. Like, oh, there's a tiddlywinks, you know, tournament at the at the union. Let's go try it out. You may not like it, but at least putting yourself out there um, to find out. And you know, I mean, it's just like you know, sampling. Um, you know, cheeses. You're going to try all these different cheeses. Some you're going to like, some you're not going to like, but you got to at least put yourself out there. Yeah. And I'll say I narrowed it down. Like I started doing it all. I, I couldn't keep up as my studies got more challenging and I kind of honed in on handball. But yeah, try, try a lot as a freshman because you never know what you'll find too. I wasn't planning on playing handball and here I am. I fell in love and met a lot of great people and my, really my career has changed and been redirected to where it is so yeah try try something new try something you know and just see where you end up right and you're going to be a teacher and a coach which i think is a great path i'm um, highly encouraging that and you have been very involved and i congratulate you on that so good job christian um trey what what are you thinking about uh that question how can you contribute to that yeah um so i'm sorry i'm full of quotes these days um so I heard a quote once, um, the goal of education is the development of values, not the development of facts. And so those values. That's a t-shirt. I know, it's a great quote. Great. Um, I, I'm terrible at remembering who they're by, but shout out to whoever that is. Um, <laughs> but those values, you don't necessarily gain those from going to class and, and reading the book, but from talking with people and learning from their experiences and building those relationships and connections. Those are the sort of things that develop you as a person and allow you to go out and live a full and a meaningful life. Because, I mean, whatever job you get, whatever career you go into, yeah, it's great. And it's a great way of making your life livable, but it's not giving you meaning for your life. And those are from connections. I love that. Are you, are you saying people should get out of their comfort zone? Exactly that. Mm-hmm. And take some risks. I love that. Yeah, you bet. Wonderful advice. Um, we're, we're going to put that on a t-shirt. I love it. Yeah. So I have kind of what Christian and Trey both said, step out of your comfort zone, but literally just say hi. Okay. Just go say hi to somebody like they're at a table and it looks kind of interesting. Go up, say, hi, I'm Bree. Um, what are you doing here? Or like you see a group of people and they're doing something that looks interesting or weird. Go up and say, hi, um, what are you doing? And then you're going to start conversation and then you guys are going to be friends. So it's literally as simple as that. The hardest part for me to make new friends or like try new things is literally just saying hi. As soon as I say hi, all just all the words come out and I'm fine. So literally just take a breath and say hi and then it's going to be great. But also when you're trying to find things on campus or like organizations or people to like uh, meet and stuff, also be true to yourself. It took me a long time to figure out that I was trying to like change myself to the people that I was trying to like fit in with and I was like Brianna once like your true self comes out like these people might not like you so just be yourself from the very get-go and then you'll know if like they'll like you and they'll know um like your true self and it'll be great so I learned that really quick with a handball team there's like two weeks I was like trying to be like all really cool and athletic and I was like Ooh. and then I was like you know what never mind this ain't working I'm just gonna be funny and then they're gonna help me play handball and I'm gonna be better so and it worked out great but yeah just say hi and please just be true to yourself because nobody wants anything other than who you are because everybody is I mean nobody's the same and I don't want anybody to be the same because then the world's gonna be boring so just 
stay true to yourself and trust in yourself and people will love you i promise i love that just say hi say hi say and hi. smile a smile is the universal language of kindness that is a quote for you. Dr. Tommy Burnett used to say that all the time. Just smile at people and say hi. Well, I, I can't believe this hour flew by. Um, I appreciate you all being here, and congratulations on such a successful tournament again. Um, Trey, thank you for being here and joining us tonight. Yeah, thank you so much. And Christian, thank you as well. I know you're very, very busy. We appreciate you taking the time to be here. I wouldn't rather be anywhere else. Excellent. And and Bree, shout out to, to you as one of the seniors on this uh, national championship team. Congratulations. Thank you. It's been an honor being here. Well, we're going to move into our post-game talk, and our post-game talk is sponsored by Story Construction. You can go to story, S-T-O-R-E-E dot com, and is also sponsored by Springfield Yard Card. Shout out to the owner, Hayden Hopkins, as he was along for the ride as well. Thank you for being a sponsor. Don't forget to go to a coach's perspective for all your show lineups. Um, next week, hey, it's happening. The Show Me Showdowns are occurring. So the basketball Final Fours are coming up. We're going to have from the Missouri State High School Activities Association, Jen Ruckstad, Jason West, and Doug Fessler. And now for our post-game talk. You know, the commitment of student-athletes at any level or division is time-consuming. It takes effort, dedication. It has adversity and challenges along the way. So so why do it? Um, because the negative is a drop in the bucket compared to the positive influence it has on humans. The rewards are so vast and keep on giving throughout the life. And I challenge you to reflect on your experiences. Draw parallels to your current lives now. Working hard, managing time, working with the team, working and communicating and developing those skills and overcoming adversity and turning obstacles into opportunities, let alone the memories and the friends that you make. Each of you listening had an influential experience that helped you along the way. Reflect on that. Be grateful for it. All of it, the good and the bad, you received something from all of it. Channel it into living like a champion. That's how champions do it. And I'm going to remind you as I do each and every week, be a good human and live your life like a champion. Live like a human champion. This is Jenny Hopkins, and this has been A Coach's Perspective.